Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Random. Berto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We're going to have a great show for you today. As usual, well, you know, um, I would be remiss if I didn't start with you-know-what in Atlanta, Georgia. But beforehand, let me go ahead and read some of the stuff folks are already posting at our site. U.S. allies drop 46 bombs per day for 20 years. New code pink research reveals... The United States has been at war for nearly every year of its existence as an independent nation, fighting in 227 years of its 244-year history. The United States and its allies have dropped at least 326,000 bombs and missiles on countries in the greater Middle East, North Africa region since 2001. George Carlin once said, we like war. We are a warlike people. Don't ever ask, why do they hate us when the answer is so readily apparent? That is going to tie in perfectly with something that I wrote as a meme last night after what I heard on, after what I saw occur in Atlanta, but we'll get there in a little bit. Let me read Rudnan's other statement. Heat and humidity are already reaching the limits of human tolerance. There's a concept that's necessary to understand called the wet bulb temperature point is which sweating no longer cools someone down and they go into heat exhaustion followed by unconsciousness and death. That point is reached at 36, 35 degrees centigrade, 95 Fahrenheit temperature with high humidity or 46 degrees, 115 temperature with low humidity. That is a point that will be commonly seen during summers with global warming in the next couple decades across the swath of our planet. People will start to migrate in order not to fry. A billion people becoming climate refugees is what's coming soon. Good one. That's true. Or likely. I shouldn't say true. I should say likely. Biden eyes first major tax hike since 1993 in the next economic plan. If you are not making $30,000 a month, none of these hikes apply to you. That's not a typo. 30K per month. Tax the rich fund infrastructure investments. Public works and not look. This goes without saying. I'm going to cover some of that in our book, in my book, I think. Anyway, welcome aboard Carl Foster, Politics Done Right. Shame your elections aren't done right. Senor Foster, you're right. Bridge MCP, from your probably only Belfast, North Ireland-born PDR Posse member, happy St. Patrick's Day. I didn't bring any green beer to drink today, my dear beautiful friend. I didn't. You got to explain. La felhe predrag sona drittl. I don't know how to say it. You may want to call in and tell us how to say that in Gaelic, right? All right. Eric Hayes, we are an AC state, an air-conditioned state. While air conditions work, you know, air conditions work on the concept of heat transfer, right? In other words, you get that, you have to get that uh, condenser much hotter than the ambient temperature so that you can get the Evaporator to cool at a lower temperature. Laws of thermodynamics. Eventually, even those lose efficiency. We'll talk about that some other day because it's not a physics class today. All right. Michael Rudnick, Berto, thanks for reading my comments. Brother, you guys keep bringing me good stuff. You know I love it. Tom C. says he signed up for the PDR Posse today. Blessed be unto thee, Tom C. Thank you so kindly for joining the PDR Posse. Those of you that are listening on Facebook or on on YouTube, just click that join button to become a part of our Posse member, just like our brother Tom C just became a member. That is how you ensure that we're going to continue here. Anyhow, let's get busy with the program. Let's get busy with the program. 
program. Here we go. Let me get to the screen before I put it on air. All right, title of the show today. McConnell filibuster threats as Biden gets iffy. GOP continues theft on Texans and threat from within. Threats from within. All right, folks, I want to, and this is something that uh, Rudnan just put up there, right? And I want to put this, put this on the screen because this is what I said. It infuriates people that think they're, they're, they're real patriots. But all of us are Americans here. Whether you got here several generations ago or this is your first generation, we are all Americans here on loan to those who were the very originals here. We can all try to make things better. But this is what I posted, okay? And I want, you, I want to read it for you. I said, <clears throat> because it goes into what Rudnan had to say about how many bombs we drop. And we just always talk about why do they hate us? Why do they hate us? Most Americans are wonderful, great people who do not know all the damage done in their name. I repeat, most Americans are darn good people who simply do not know how much damage is done in their names. And in that light, I wrote this stuff that I said. Projection. Projection is amazing. Terrorism of all forms has always had its genesis from within since our inception. Since the inception of America, terrorism has always been from within. As we have attempted to find our better angels, we have constantly regressed. Mirrors are crucial if we are to stop the constancy of backsliding. I repeat, mirrors are crucial. We have to look at ourselves if we are ever to stop backsliding, folks, because we constantly backslide. Look at what's happening with the votes. Republicans don't get the outcomes that they want. So they, want, they write 256 different laws attempting to reduce the voting capabilities of a sect of people. Not because there was fraud. Not because there was, there was actually, The only thing that happened in this election was the constancy of voter suppression by doing, making sure that lines in minority areas are long. But minorities have had it so much of Donald Trump. They were so scared of Donald Trump. They knew that Donald Trump was a clear and present danger. What did they do? They stayed in those lines. They said, uh-uh, we are going to stay and vote. With all these laws that they're trying to pass right now, changing the hours to reduce by an hour, even though they know it, disproportionately people of color work in jobs where they have little control. Of timing, etc., etc., etc. So, so again, as we have attempted to find our better angels, we have constantly regressed. Mirrors are crucial if we are to stop the constancy of backsliding. Folks, good people, understand what the the leadership your leadership is doing to humanity, to Americans, to your brothers and sisters in America, and stop them. Here's the deal. The ills we fear from the outside, someone have already been perpetrated, some, somehow have already been perpetrated by us. I repeat, 
All those things that we are scared about there, we don't want to bring those foreigners in here because something bad may happen. We don't want to bring this because all these things that we fear, we have either done it within or we have done it without. We have either done it it inside of our own country or we have done it to other countries. The ills we fear from the outside somehow have already been perpetrated by us. Read genocide. We've done genocide in the United States and out of the United States. Nuclear bomb usage. We are always concerned that Iran is going to be bad enough. Iran is going to be such a bad person that they are going to drop a bomb. They are going to use the bomb. The only country... In, on this planet that has shown the affinity to use a nuclear bomb on other human beings. It's us. What we fear that others would do, they have never done. No other country on this planet, whether they have nuclear bombs, aspirations for nuclear bombs or not, no other country on this planet has used a nuclear bomb on human beings. Yet, we are so concerned that other people are going to use this devastating instrument, this devastating thing on somebody else. When we are the only ones who's used it, we are the ones who show that we can always find an excuse when we do something. Slavery? We talk about all the, the, you know, the people that are trafficking in human beings. Look in the mirror. We've done it for centuries. And after we've liberated them, we've, we've still kept the chains on. But we've done it even better. We've learned how to enchain people's minds. And that's why now slavery is not a black thing. Slavery is an American thing. Slavery is where most Americans right now are antiseptic slaves. You get up in the morning at a certain time and you go to work at a certain time and you don't have unions to defend you against the plutocracy. None of that happens anymore. Folks, that is what it's all about. The book that I'm writing, how to Make America Utopia. That's what I want to talk about. Because it's still more of us. It's still more of us. Both all of us that are right-wing, left-wing, whatever, it's still more of us. And right-wingers and left-wingers have more in common. So, repeating, the ills we fear from the outside somehow have already been perpetrated by us. Genocide, nuclear bomb usage, slavery, human experimentation, we really attacked China. Oh, they messed with the DNA. They made they, they created a two uh, uh, they created a human being that is not susceptible to a particular virus. How evil are they? They're messing with humanity. But we are the ones at the Tuskegee uh, uh, that took the Tuskegee Airmen and gave them different diseases with no uh, with no health care. No medicine. So see, let's just see what this will do. Which is one of the reasons why many people of color are hesitant to take a vaccine or anything that the government says it's going to make you better. I know better. Look, these vaccines work, people. Go take the vaccine. 
black people, Latinos, Japoneses, Chinese, Asians, everybody, take the damn vaccine. It is necessary. And we prevent mutations because if we reduce the spread of this disease, that means these viruses cannot mutate. If they are not spreading, they cannot mutate. So please take the vaccine. But understand the hesitancy from many for taking vaccines. I am here to say I have taken both of my vaccines. I'm advising everybody to go out there and take your vaccine. The anti-vaxxers are crazy. The anti-vaxxers are anathema to reality. Period. Go take the vaccine. Now, so repeating. The ills we fear from the outside somehow have already been perpetrated by us. Genocide, nuclear bomb uses, slavery, human experimentation, experimentation, and insurrections. Yeah, we saw a little insurrection at our capital that could have decapitated our government. Yeah, we saw that. But we have created insurrections throughout the world. We overthrew the Iranian government and then wondered, how could the Ayatollah treat us so badly when we overthrew the duly elected government in Iran? We did that. Come on, people. We can go on and on and on. This isn't a bashing of the United States because no country on this planet has clean hands. None. No human being, no particular human being, group, ethnicity, race, or whatever, is less evil or more evil than the other. Within these, we have a small group of evil. Idi Amin Dada is probably just as bad as the worst slaveholder we had in the United States. So this stuff is all about humanity and what humanity does. Mugabe. Palpat. We can go on and on and on. Now, of course, we could always justify all these bad things we've done. And you know why? Because as victors, as the ones who won from the use of said ills, from the use of slavery, from the use of the nuclear bomb, from the use of human experimentation, from the use of insurrections throughout the world, from the use of genocide, we won. We won. Guess who writes the history? We do. You win, you write the history. You win, you write the history. You write the history, guess what happens? Many people just tell it like, don't tell it like it is. They tell it the way they want you to think it is. Now we have this killer in Georgia and we continuously think that the enemy is the Muslim. The enemy is that other. The enemy is always somebody else. Not realizing that in doing that, we are given the enemy, the real enemy, the white supremacists. Not many of the white supremacists and those people who are following this tenet and all these others. We are giving them cover. I love something that was, uh, that, uh, that was printed out by um, Sean, old colleague of mine at, at uh, Daily Coast who, who made it big time now with his Twitter and some other organizations, but I want to show you this. I want to show you how they talk about this killer. Check this out. 
kind of at the end of his rope. And um, and yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. Let's let's get it. And he was pretty much fed up, and then kind of at the end of his rope. And um, and yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. And he was pretty much fed up, and then kind of at the end of his rope. And um, and yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is. Now, the reason I played that, this guy just killed eight people, six Asians, two white people. All right? We know based on empirically, they can try to butter it up anyway. Empirically, we know that this guy, what this guy was targeting. They talk about him like, oh, well, you know, he was fed up, poor thing. The young man was fed up, and he went, it, it was at the head of his, you know, at the end. If this was a Muslim guy, that that terrorist evil person did X, Y, Z. Oh, he had a bad day. Did they ever say that the Muslim guy had a bad day? Do they ever talk about uh, when, when, when the police attack a person of color? Do they ever say... Uh, do they ever say something good about these people? They don't. The first thing they do is they try to malign them. That is what happens. Why do I expose this? Because in real time, we have to show these things in real time. Our good friend at uh, Daily Coast reporter, uh, journalist, Laura Clawson said, Georgia Sheriff's Office is filled with excuses for alleged Atlanta massage parlor shooter. Police say Robert Aaron Long, the suspect in a shooting spree at three Atlanta area massage parlors that killed eight people, may not have been racially motivated despite the fact that six of his eight victims were Asian or Asian American. He made indicators that he has some issues, potentially sexual addiction. Who the hell care? And by the way, what is sexual addiction? Keep your stuff in your pants. Sexual addiction? You know, I'm tired of some of these excuses, right? No, not because you like to have sex in places because you feel like you're a loser mean you have a sex addiction. You're just a weirdo. Come on now. Baker said, Long was pretty much fed up, kind of at the end of his rope. And yesterday was a really, really bad day for him. And this is what he did. This is what he did? This is not what he did. He executed eight innocent Americans. He killed eight innocent women. This isn't what he did. And, okay, and this is Laura Clausen, and I know her personally. Laura says, okay then, we, ha- uh, we have a white guy who apparently murdered eight people in three locations, injured one other person, and was arrested unharmed despite police having to force his car off the road to apprehend him. They had to, they run, they, they, he's in a chase. They have to do a maneuver to get the road off. And he comes out unscathed. They didn't beat him. They didn't hit him. They didn't do anything to him. He was just, it's just like the guy who went and killed the, all the people at the, uh, the church in, in, in Georgia. They bought, they took him to Burger King. They took him to Burger King. You know what happened to people of color when you run from cops and all of that? You get the crap beat out of you. I am not trying to be some sort of a race bait in here. That's just how it is. And we see this day in and day out. First of all, let's be clear. 
that murdered women because he saw them as a source of sexual temptation is also very, very bad. Second, this is, this is my girl talking. Second, a spike in anti-Asian racist incidents over the past pandemic year have disproportionately targeted women with the founder of Stop AAPI Hate Noting. Before the Atlanta shootings, there, uh, there is an intersectional dynamic going on that others may perceive both Asians and women and Asian women as easier targets. Third, and this is closely related, gross racist fetishization of Asian women has a long, long history. And fourth, sex addiction is not a real condition. It's mostly an excuse. It is most sex addiction is mostly an excuse. But anyhow, folks, I'm going to drop this for a while and I want to go ahead. I, we're done with this version and I want to play for you something very, very important. I think you're going to like this. We're going to move on to Texas. Texas went through a damaging freeze, a damaging freeze that didn't need to be because we have a government that believes in laissez-faire capitalism, that the free markets take care of everything. It did not have regulations to force electric companies to weatherize, to force gas companies to ensure that they could deliver the gas because they wanted everything private. They stayed off the national grid because they didn't want control from the federal government. Now what we're seeing is a collusion between the Texas Republican infrastructure and Wall Street to screw Texans. I want you to listen to this. This is a setup that I did a few, uh, a few weeks ago, but it gets worse. You'll see in a minute how much worse it actually gets. Check this out. Agency that runs the Texas power grid overcharged power companies billions of dollars for electricity during that last month's ice storm. That explains why some people saw electric bills for almost $10,000. The Public Utility Commission, or PUC, which oversees ERCOT, decided not to reverse the mistake. It's unbelievable. ABC 13 reporter Courtney Fisher. Here's how the discussion went down during the Public Utility Commission meeting. Again, just ended a few minutes ago. Listen. We would have to decide that now if we wanted to reprice that. And I, I'm, in, I'm not inclined to do it today because I, for the reasons I said. I think that, you know, there were these prices... It, decisions were made about these prices in real time um, based on information that was available to everybody, uh, to all market participants. And they did all sorts of things that they wouldn't have done if the prices were different. And it's, it's just nearly impossible to unscramble this sort of egg. We're paying for electricity we didn't even have. ABC 13 data analyst Keaton Fox is here to talk about what this really means. But Keaton, you heard those people, Rick, we just heard from. He is angry. We're paying for power we didn't even have. Absolutely. And let's sort of go into depth here on how all of this happened. As you mentioned there, you know, the PUC may have not gone into depth on how it happened, but we're going to. This is the chart of prices for that wholesale power during that week. So this, this was Saturday mm -hmm. and this was Sunday. Let me draw sort of a crude uh, drawing of when power started to go out. Remember, it was about here. It was for two days, and then it started to come back online. These prices, as you mentioned, this was about $20. This is normal. That's normal. When right. I checked it yesterday, it was about 30 Okay. This is 10 grand. So 
significant difference. 10 grand and the power's out. Correct. So what should have happened was that these prices should have begun to come back down in line with how much power was available. Mm -hmm. It did not do that. So for two full days, ERCOT was overcharging those power customers $16 billion. And of course, now we're hearing that they are going to say, yeah, we're just going to let it stay. Yeah, so why not reverse it? I mean, those people are angry. People are going to hear this right now and be angry about it. Really, what's your take on that? The, the Texas grid is really set up like the stock market. You gamble a little bit on supply and demand. In this case, the Public Utility Commission saying, listen, we promised power generators a whole lot of money, and if we reverse it, they're not going to get their money. It's really upsetting, as you say, just maddening, because the increase was immediate. Why wouldn't the decrease be immediate? Right. Why would be the, the decrease not immediate? Because it was a scam on the Texas it was a scam on Texans. Understand that this was what they did. They figure we got a big freeze. Now we can make Wall Street a whole lot of money by keeping these values the way it is. And guess what? We'll corner the market because we can. It's a collusion between Abbott's cronies, Abbott cronies and the, uh, the Wall Street. Now, if you think this is so on fetch or for fetch, all we have to see is what Texas Monthly, the magazine, the newspaper comes out and says now, because this is simply amazing. Some on Wall Street profited off Texas blackouts in a private call, a top regulator pledged he would try to protect their windfall. In other words, even though they overcharge while there was electricity available, they overcharge, it says, while many Texans last week worried about sky-high electric bills from February's winter storm, the state's sole utility commissioner, that guy that you just saw there, uh, state sole re commissioner was privately reassuring out-of-state investors who profited from the crisis that he was working to keep their windfalls safe. Texas Monthly has obtained a recording of a 48-minute call on March 9th in which Texas Public Commissioner uh, uh, Chairman and uh, author DeAndrea, the guy you just saw there, discussed the fallout from February power crisis with investors. During that call, which was hosted by Bank of America Securities and close to the public and news media, DeAndrea took pains to ease investors' concerns that electricity trades transacted uh, at the highest price the market allows might be reversed, potentially costing trading firms and publicly traded generating companies millions of dollars. And here's what he said. I apologize for the uncertainty, DeAndre said, promising to put uh, the weight of the commission behind efforts to keep billions of dollars from being returned to utilities that were forced, thanks to decisions by the PUC, to buy power at sky-high prices even after the worst of the blackout had passed. In other words, even though we scammed these people, we are not going to give the money back. Oh, we're going to create some sort of an idea why it cannot be done. And this, this is what he also says. I took the first step to tip the scale as hard as I could in favor of it being resolved to provide some common force, DeAndre said. It's, con it's a contentious political issue. The best I can do is put the weight of the commission in favor of not repricing. In other words, in favor of screwing 
Texans from the theft of their money. I mean, think about it. Governor Abbott, after this occurred, said, oh, it's the Green New Deal that caused it. The wind power was not there. That is the reason why the sky-high prices were there. That is the reason why we lost power, because of those windmills. Now we all find out it's a fraud. If any Republican is ever elected in Texas again, Texans themselves would deserve exactly what they've sowed. The election of people who are there to rip them off. This is a classic example. People died. People lost their, their, their homes. People busted out their homes. People lost their savings because their entire homes, many insurance companies don't even cover the water damage. But these guys on Wall Street from DeAndre, Abbott's collaborator, they're going to make a killing. Yes, spend they a lot of time to, deconstructing whoops. the news, trying to trying to. Point. Yes, they're more. They're going to make a killing. Egberto, what do you think of Garcia saying Texas will go elsewhere for power? Too expensive on that one. Texas will go elsewhere for power. I don't know why they're talking about Garcia talking about Texas will go elsewhere for power. Look, here is the deal. Uh, let them go elsewhere for power. Look, what's important is uh, Texas deregulated market costs more money. Or rather, we are paying. You know, Texas was supposed to have a deregulated market with cheap electricity. And when all experiment, when they add up all the all over the country, all over the country, I wrote the piece in the Daily Coast today, and I, I should go ahead and, and 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 get to that piece that I wrote in the Daily Coast because it is rather important. Let me pull that up right now. Uh, too much infrastructure expenses. That is bunk. That is complete bunk. Here is uh, the last sentence in the piece that I wrote for the Daily Coast. Let me read it for you. This comes out of the Houston Chronicle. It says, the, uh, the economic development agencies of Arizona, uh, let's see, of Arizona and New York are harvesting sound bites from the Texas legislature grid failure hearings to win Samsung comp- comp- uh, com- competition for their new $17 billion chip manufacturing plant. Mississippi, Alabama, and Georgia will gather clips from the hearings to the Texas hearings to, uh, to make Texas electrical infrastructure look too unreliable as it is. Can Samsung or really any corporation afford to risk their businesses and employees' lives by moving to Texas? In addition to the immediate losses of tens of billions of dollars, Texans are hammered in a Wall Street Journal analysis showing that they paid $28 billion more than consumers in regulated electricity markets. And who did this report? A Wall Street Journal, not not some liberal rag. Wall Street Journal analysis showing that they paid $28 billion more than consumers in regulated electricity markets. This is not news. Journalist L.M. Sixel of the Houston Chronicle has detailed the electricity cost disadvantages for Texans in several stories over the years. It doesn't matter what... uh, And you're going to come with an article from oilprice.com? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Look. uh, And I look at it. The $7 trillion cost... Well, you know... Let them look. Put it this way: I love what you just said. Let them, they they believe in markets, right? So if it's going to cost seven trillion dollars to upgrade the, the the Texas grid, and we can get power cheaper from the outside, great. Let's get power from the outside. 
let's get power from New Mexico. Let's get power from Louisiana. Let's get power from uh, uh, from Arkansas. Let's get power from all these places. Since Texas was too darn, uh, since it, Texas has proven that the unregulated free markets in electricity doesn't work. We would deserve to not have any of our power companies survive. That's a scare tactic designed for one particular reason only. Oh, Texas, don't put these rules on us when the legislature meets this year. And then Texas, uh, some Texans eat it up. Oh, look at what happened. It's going to cost $7 trillion and we are all going to have to pass that cost on. No, you don't. In a regulated market, you say, hell no. You guys can't do it. We nationalize the damn power plants in Texas. If you guys can't provide reliable power to Texans, something that all our state needs, we'll nationalize the power plants. I bet they'll change your tone then. I bet somehow they'll be able to come up with the money to find, oh, we can actually get it done. Just say, we'll nationalize the industry. That's all you got to say. Yeah, you're going to have people say, socialism. Well, you know what? Seems like capitalism in your industry ain't working. You know what I mean? People are so scared of the private sector when there is more of us than anything else. Anyway, folks, please remember, if you're on YouTube, join our YouTube posse. Click on that join button. Become a member. We need you now. So please go ahead and hit that button, join, to become a member. If, you're, if you don't see that join button, you can go to youtube.com. Uh, I mean, rather, politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube, politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube, and become a part of our posse. We have a lot of posse members. Look, one of our posse members, British MCP, designed a cup for us, and our cup is also for sale to help us defray costs, and here it is. You can go ahead and get it right there. Uh, let me go ahead and also show you those of our great people who've bought that cup. Para ver dónde está, dónde está, dónde está, aquí está. There is our cup for the PDR Posse. I put the link in there, as well as some of the folks who've already uh, gotten the cups and said, ah, we're going to bring it and show it to you as well. Folks, and uh, by the way, uh, you can also support us via Patreon. We love our patrons as well. Please go to politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P as in Paul, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. Or you can support us via PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. We love uh, whatever support you can provide. Uh, you can also get that book that you see on the screen now. It's worth it. It's worth talking to everybody. Bring us all into the fold. It's worth it. How to talk to your right-wing relatives, friends, and neighbors. You can get my book and my other books as well at Amazon. There's a link. But if you want to get rid of the middleman and also get a bumper sticker, Politics and Right bumper sticker as well, just go ahead and pick it up at our store. Our store is at politicsandright.com slash store, politicsandright.com slash store. And we are happy to welcome Tom C., who has joined the PDR Posse. Thank you so kindly, Tom, for being a strong member of our PDR Posse. Again, go to politicsandright.com slash store. Help us out. Keep us vibrant. And by the way, even if you are, if you are to our, our YouTube channel, you'll also see that we have a YouTube rack where you can get our T-shirts, cups, mugs, all that good stuff there as well. Anyhow, continuing with the program, let's go ahead and play. Mitch McConnell seemed to be terrified. He's so terrified he's starting to make threats. Let's go ahead and see what those threats look like. Here we go. This chaos would not open up an express lane to liberal change. It would not open up an express lane for the Biden presidency to speed into the history books. The Senate would be more like a hundred car pileup, nothing moving. 
And then there's the small matter that majorities are actually never permanent. The last time a Democratic leader was trying to start a nuclear exchange, I remember offering a warning. I said my colleagues would regret it a lot sooner than they thought. And just a few years and a few Supreme Court vacancies later, many of our Democratic colleagues said publicly that they did. Touching the hot stove again would yield the same result, but even more dramatic. As soon as Republicans wound up back in the saddle, we wouldn't just erase every liberal change that hurt the country. We'd strengthen America with all kinds of conservative policies with zero, zero input from the other side. How about this? Nationwide right to work for working Americans. Defunding Planned Parenthood in sanctuary cities on day one. A whole new era of domestic energy production. Sweeping new protections for conscience and the right to life of the unborn. Concealed carry reciprocity in all 50 states in the District of Columbia. Massive hardening of security on our southern border. So the pendulum, Mr. President, would swing both ways, and it would swing hard. My colleagues and I have refused to kill the Senate for instant gratification. In 2017 and 2018, I was lobbied to do exactly what Democrats want to do now. A sitting president leaned on me to do it. He tweeted about it. What did I do, Mr. President? I said to the president at that time, no. I said no repeatedly. Because becoming a U.S. Senator comes with higher duties than steamrolling any obstacle to short-term power. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to... Trying now, th to now, now think about that. Think about what just happened there. All the things that he just claimed he's going to do is what he has not done or what he has tried to do. So that will be no surprise. If they get command again, that is exactly what they will do. That is exactly what they will do, folks. Don't ever doubt. Don't ever doubt that uh, somehow, oh, they are not going to do that. If we are nice enough not to get rid of the filibuster, they're not going to, the next time they're in power, they're not going to try to simply pass all conservative laws and remove all progressive values. They're not going to do Of course they are. Of course they are going to do that. That is what they, they, we, we missed, we missed losing Obamacare by McCain. McCain saved Obamacare. They don't, they are scorched earth. Now they're going to play that, well, if you do this to us, then we're going to then do it back to you. They do it every time they can. That is the reason why we have to kill the filibuster now and make sure that the voter rights bill going, because we have to understand this. Republicans have not won a majority of people in America since the 90s. That's over 30 years. America loves progressive values even if they don't always vote that way because of, the, the, because of gerrymandering. They are not into Republican values. Republican values are not good values. Even Republicans don't like Republican values. They vote on it based on ideology based, based on a false ethnicity kind of a thing. Let's get real. So it seems like Biden may be getting the picture a tad bit. Not enough yet. A tad bit. Check this out. 
talking by your about. own admission, just say you're not likely to get Republican votes for the tax increase. You're not likely to get Republican votes for HR1, expanding voting rights, or the John Lewis tax. So aren't you going to have to choose? I know you've been reluctant to do away with the filibuster. Aren't you going to have to choose between preserving the filibuster and advancing your agenda? Yes. But here's the choice. I don't think you have to eliminate the filibuster. You have to do it what it used to be when I first got to the Senate and back in the old days when you used to be around there. And that is that a filibuster, you had to stand up and command the floor. And you had to keep talking alone. You couldn't call for, you know, they, no, no one could say, you know, quorum call. Once you stopped talking, you lost that and someone could move in and say, I moved the question of. So you got to work for the filibuster. So you're for that reform. You're for bringing back the talking filibuster. I am. That's what it was supposed to be. Look, I think, don't hold me to the numbers, George, but I think between 1960 and 2000, there were like, I'm making this number up, I don't know. There were like, uh, you know, 50 filibusters. And now they're like 200 since then. Since that Just put a hold changed. on it, that's it. Yeah. I mean, you know, so the idea, it, it almost is getting to the point where there's, you know, democracy's having a hard time functioning. A hard time functioning. And so, look, I'm not saying this is going to be easy, George, but I do believe there's enough Republicans over time who are going to have, look, you're, you're, they haven't had that epiphany you said you were going to see in the campaign. No, no. Well, I've only been here six weeks, pal. Okay. Give me a break. <laughs> been here six weeks. I think the epiphany is going to come in 20, between now and 2022. This is one, there's 78% of the people say they support this program. 52% of Republicans. Let's assume it's off by 15%. You're going to go home and campaign. Republican voters want that $1,500 because they're in trouble. Republican voters want to be able to choose between being able to send their, go to work and send their kid to a, a daycare that they can afford. Republican voters want to be able to take care of a child care tax credit. I mean, these are, it's not like uh, every Republican voter is, is uh, you know, a billionaire. You know, they're, and by the way, and I'm not saying we'll I'll do it again, but I want those Republican voters in suburbia. Uh, first of all, Eric, about replacing Joe Biden. Joe Biden is in very good shape. The guy's an old man. Uh, his face cracks, all that good stuff. But he's in good shape. He rides the bike. His heart is great. All of that is good. All of that crap that's coming from the right wing. How, how often do you guys have to be wrong before you finally say, how, when, how many times do you have to be wrong to finally say my sources of information just won't work. First, Donald Trump was going to win in a landslide. Then Donald Trump was going to find a way that the, the vote, the, 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 uh, the election was not going to be certified. Then on the 6th, something great was going to happen to make sure Donald Trump stayed in power. Then March 4th, Donald Trump was going to stay in power. Then it comes that Biden is going to be replaced. Then it comes that he'll never be able to pass the bill. How many times do you have to be wrong with your sources? We, look, politics done right has been giving you the truth and everything politics done right has said thus far in our own reporting here as well has come to pass. And you know what? If you take a look at reality, this is why. Let me explain to you why and then I'll continue with the program. One American News Network, what is it again? Questionable sources, it's no good. Fox News, right bias, it's not good. Newsmax, not good. All of them are liars. And that's Anigberto Willis, confidence level, high. This isn't me 
This isn't me. This is an independent evaluating source. Your sources of information are liars. Your sources of information are false. Let's remember that. Now let's get back to the program. As far as uh, the filibuster is concerned, it's a relic. It's a relic of Jim Crow, allowing southern states to continue to do what they wanted to do with Jim Crow laws. But let's get, let's get even deeper. Uh, because Eric Hayes is so concerned. I, I notice I'm talking a lot to Eric Hayes, my brother here. Uh, he's so concerned that getting rid of the filibuster will create one-party rule. No. Get, re, getting rid of the filibuster will, will prevent uh, anti-democratic behavior. Right now, the 50 senators that are in the in in, uh, in uh, represent the Republicans represent less than 40 or so percent, around 40 percent of the American people. The 50 of the Democrats represent a whole lot more. I showed you all of that yesterday in the thing that Tom C brought to us. So what we have, the filibuster, is an anti-democratic engine. If we are a democracy. We should support policies that most of us want. And yes, we work with the minority party to, to help us, and we do that. The reason why we don't have Medicare for All already is because we have a minority party. But let's even go further. In a democratic rule, the majority rules. The one thing the majority cannot do, what's known as the tyranny of the majority, of the tyranny of the majority, is we cannot take away the minority's inalienable rights. Look, this is America. Understand our constitution, okay? Our constitution at least had the semblance of fairness. We had to put a whole lot of amendments in there. The first 10, the, the Bill of Rights was added so that we had inalienable rights. In other words, uh, the freedom of the press, you, they can't be taken away. A majority cannot take away your freedom of the press. You cannot, you cannot take away your citizenship. You cannot, there are a lot of things in the Constitution that the majority cannot take away. It's called our rights as human beings, as Americans. It cannot be taken away. doesn't matter which party in control, what majority is in control. However, otherwise we should only be concerned about majority rule. For too long in this country, we've had minority rule since the 90s. Gerrymandering has given us minority rule. Those last three Supreme Court justices were placed on, on the, on the, uh, onto the Supreme Court with less than 60% of the people, with less than 40% of the people who supported those, those choices. That is it. One-party system is not fair at all, whichever side you're on. That's not true. Again, it's not about one party. It's about democracy. Democracy says, if we want to do item, if, if we want to do something, and most Americans say, yes, we do it. If we want to do, if most Americans say we want to do something, and the minority is allowed to say, no, we don't want to do it, that is not a democracy. That is worse because that is saying the minority rules, and that's how the, that's what the filibuster does. The filibuster says most Americans can want Medicare for all, but if 40% says no, hell no, we can't have Medicare for all. What it says is we always will default to the minority. That is not democracy. Democracy says the major, what the majority of people want is what we'll get. 
it's not a difficult thing. Don't believe the, the right, uh, the, those people, and the reason why the right is so strong on the filibuster and so strong about minority rights, again, is that the right wing has not won an election fairly since 1996, I believe. Let's remember that. Let's remember that. Until there are 81 plus million people that voted for Biden. 74 voted for Donald Trump, and a lot of those are regretting having that vote. And we are now saying we need to acquiesce to those who lost? It's the same crap that we have with this, the seditionists uh, who lost the Civil War. You lost. Ameri- when America won its war, it kept the spoils. So it is important for us not to allow people to malign or to change what democracy means. And it's, we have to lift our heads up high as Democrats, as progressives, and force El Senor Biden and find a way to get to a uh, to, 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 uh, mansion and try to get, uh, get to cinema and ask them, are you a real person who believes in democracy? If you honestly believe in democracy, you cannot believe in the filibuster because you're talking about having only what the minority wants survive. And that is saying those people who are in the majority will always have to have a supermajority to get what they want. What is so forced, that's not forced, that's democracy. I mean, if, if, if I want a bottle of pill, if I, if I want a bottle of pills... And we vote yes, and 40% vote no. How do we determine? You, you're, you're, it doesn't make any sense. Get away from right-wing TV. It distorts what, how the mind works. It really does. It changes the chemistry of the mind into believing things it shouldn't, into believing things that are false. All right, let me go ahead and salute my people. Michael Rudnan, welcome aboard. Thank you for being here. Carl Foster, welcome aboard. British MCP, Tax 777. Eric Hayes, welcome aboard. Continuing with Tom C. And Tom C. became a signed member of our PDR Posse. Thank you so kindly for becoming a member of the PDR Posse. Folks, just go, if you're on YouTube, click on that join button. Also become a member of the PDR Posse. If you do it right, 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 right now, I'll call you out. If you allow me to call you out and say, yes, we have a new member. Uh, let's see who else is here today. I got Michael Rodney. I got uh, Carl Foster. I got you already. Paul Fleming. Paul Fleming, mi amigo de Atlanta. Oh, Paul, that bad stuff happened in your neck of the woods, brother. I know how. Stay positive, man. Stay positive. Keep, keep, the, keep the faith. All right. Continuing, we have, uh, let's see, Roberto Luis, mi panameño, mi hermano panameño que tocaba in la banda Dynamites. Remember those days? Lou, Lou and I played music in a, in a band called Dynamites. We played salsa, reggae, soul, funk, uh, rock. We played everything because, you know, we were this Panamanian band that used to play on the, on the, on the, uh, the, the, the American military bases. We, would, we had a contract to play there. So we'd play everything, salsa, reggae, uh, uh, every, everything, everything. And we sang it in every, it was funny because they'll see these people singing and dancing in every language, you know, rather in Spanish and English, that is. Anyhow, continuing, uh, let's see who else is here. Bruce Pollard. By the way, Lou was a drummer, I was a guitarist and singer. Lou, Lou also sang background. Uh, Bruce Pollard, let's say well, who else we got here. Uh, para ver, para ver. Eric Hayes, I think I called you out. Jessica Taylor, welcome aboard. Did you watch the Senate Budget uh, Committee testimony today? I didn't. I had so much to do. 
Uh, give me a highlight, uh, Jessica. Just drop it in there at the bottom of the list. Uh, let's see. Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver. Uh, Paul Fleming, I called you out. Paul says, I listened to this live and it did strike me that the trooper said that he, the dad, the dad had a bad day. I know. I know. E2247, how are you doing? Persecuting Asians today is just another manifestation of the urge to enslave Asians like, like 40 to 45 when they built the Pacific Railroad. Remember that? We don't talk about that kind of slavery too much in America. You know, we don't want to talk about that. Julie Van Ostel, so sorry I'm late, Egberto Willis. Hey, girl, you are here. That's what's important, my friend. Thank you for being here. Love that you guys are here. You could be anywhere, but you're here. Linda Joe Kensinger. Hey, late as usual. That's all right. You're here, beautiful. You're here, you're here, you're here. Okay, let's see who else is here. Let's see who else is here. I got E2247 already. Uh, Carl Foster, I got you already. Para ver quién más está aquí. Uh, who else is here? Come on in, guys. Uh, Jessica Taylor, I think I got you already. Uh, who else is here? Michael Rudnan, Carl Foss. Carl Cox, crony capitalism only works for the mega and the mega corporations, not for the bottom 99%. I don't know if you remember, uh, about eight years ago, right after the, uh, the Wall Street, uh, the Occupy Wall Street movement, which as a part of, I started with several other people here in Kingwood, Occupy Kingwood, uh, we actually had the 99%. We had a we had a group called the 99% where we were actually working on doing exactly exactly that. Okay, let's see. Coming down, coming down. I am continuing down. Bridge MCP, I saluted you. Coming down. Wow, we had a Nanette Bird Smith. How are you doing, my dear friend? Hermosa, beautiful Nanette. Welcome aboard. Uh, Carl Cox, I got you already. I got you already. All right. I'm still scrolling down, but we are Kathy Pascal. Thank you, Kathy. Wonderful supporter. Thank you so kindly for your support all of the times. Love you, girl. Love you, girl. Okay, let's see. Uh, coming down, coming down, coming down, coming down. Uh, let's see. Anthony Hernandez. ¿Cómo estás, mi amigo? Thank Democrats. It's to happen. You're absolutely right, Anthony. Señor Hernandez, you're absolutely right. Uh, coming down, continuing down, and we continue down. Let's see who else we've got here. Uh, uh, let's see. I'm down. I'm down. Almost there, folks. And then we'll get into my closer. Uh, everything else. I got Linda Joe, Carl Cox, everything else. All right, folks. I know you could be anywhere, but you're here with you here at Politics and Right. I do ask all of you to please share. Please share. Please encourage others to join our posse. Please encourage others to become supporters of the program. Uh, this is hard work, but I tell you it's rewarding work because there's nothing like having Democrats, Republicans, conservatives, liberals, progressives, and everybody else uh, see it. Did you get St. Patrick? <laughs> uh, I, did I get Saint, did you send me something for St. Patrick? Don't know, don't know, don't know. Let me let, let me see if you if there's what, what are you saying about St. Patrick? Jessica Taylor says, "Okay, Jessica, I'm going to go ahead and 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 uh, actually listen to that on C-SPAN. Thank you for bringing that up for me because you know what? Without you guys, sometimes I forget. There's so much happening. You know, you have to uh, check these things out. But anyhow, folks, I know that you can be just about anywhere, and the fact that you are here listening to politics done right, I am honored." And I mean that from the core, from the depths of my heart. I also ask you, though, to please share. 
Let everybody know about us. Let everybody, let everybody, we can, you know, if you go to our website, politicsandright.com, you see where all our podcasts are. You know, we have podcasts that are only audio. We have podcasts that are video and audio. We have podcasts all over. So all together, we have a whole lot of coverage. So you can, you can digest us in any form that you so choose. Um, my name is Egberto Will. Ah, let me do one last thing. Folks, please, b- before I go, please consider getting my book. I'm going to put the link in there again. Uh, the book is right here. Uh, yes, I sang also, Eric. I also sang in a band. Don't ask me to come and sing for you right now. But there is a link to get the book. And if you want to get the book at our store, in which case I'll send you a bumper sticker with the book as well as sign the book, you can get it at politicsandright.com slash store, politicsandright.com slash store. Thank you. Kathy, you always have kind words. Thank you so kindly. Uh, you can support us on Patreon as well, politicsandright.com slash Patreon. You can support us via PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. And, and you can support us on YouTube by going to politicsandright.com slash YouTube. Hey, folks, love you all. I got to get out of here because I got another interview. Look, you guys are wonderful. My name is Egberto Willies. This is Politics and Right, and you know how I end this, baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.